everyone and welcome back to the Gelman Report. In today's episode, we are going to be going over some quarterbacks and where I think that they are going to be playing this coming NFL season. It is early March and that is the beginning of the NFL offseason. It's actually just a great time for sports as a whole. The NBA playoffs are going to be soon. March Madness is coming. As I mentioned, uh, free agency is starting next week. So we have a lot of things going on in sports. So I want to get the jump um, and you know talk about some quarterbacks where I think they're going to land um, for this next season in free agency and not just free agency, but also um, some trades. Uh, so the first player that we're going to start off with is my favorite player of all time, my favorite player in the NFL right now, and that is Cam Newton. So this past year, Cam Newton was on the Patriots and, you know, starting off this year, they looked pretty good. They had a winning record. They were, you know, competing with the Buffalo Bills for that division. But sadly, Cam Newton got COVID, I think, in the fifth or sixth game. And that kind of threw off their entire rhythm. Cam Newton played really just atrociously. Um, I don't know if that's a word, but really bad um, after he came back from um, his COVID um, outbreak. Um, yeah, he couldn't get back to how he's playing at the beginning of the season, and that killed the Patriots. Their defense wasn't good. They had a lot of players, you know, sitting out. Not great skill position players. Um, and, yeah, I don't think that the Patriots are going to re-sign Cam Newton because we're going to talk about who they're going to be getting uh, a little later. So, But I think that Cam Newton this year um, in the free agency is going to sign with the Washington football team. Um, so I have multiple reasons for this. I think that the, or the most important and obvious reason for any football fan is that Cam Newton is going to be reunited with his old coach, Ron Rivera. This past year, he's playing under the greatest coach of all time in Bill Belichick. And, you know, in interviews and and on the on the field, on the sidelines, you could see that he, he enjoyed being with Bill Belichick. People always say, you know, I think people that haven't played with Bill Belichick say that, oh, you know, he he's not a, a player, like a player coach. He, he Players don't like him. He, he just wins. But, you know, Cam Newton said that, that that's not true. He's a fun guy. He's a cool guy. And I think he enjoyed that. But, you know, who doesn't like familiarity and you know Cam Newton and Ron Rivera when they were together on the Panthers they had a really really good um you know stretch of seasons they made a Super Bowl they won a few division titles they won a conference title so they had success with each other and Cam Newton I think maybe misses Ron Rivera and I think he sees what you know Ron Rivera is doing there um in Washington they have they have a good culture there um and I think he's going to want to reunite with his coach that drafted him. So I think that's the first reason. And the second reason, I think that this roster plays to Cam's strengths. Um, so, you know, whenever Cam Newton has had major success in the NFL, it's when his O-line has been healthy. That year when Cam Newton won the MVP and it, they made the Super Bowl, the Panthers, a 15-1 and regular season record, um, they had the number one offensive line in the NFL, the Panthers. The Panthers. Um, and so, you know, this Washington football team oh, offensive line last year uh, was ranked six uh, by Pro Football Focus. So they have a great offensive line and, you know, they don't have a lot of players leaving in free agency. They recently just franchise tagged um, Brandon uh, Schreff. I don't know how to pronounce that, but they're all pro uh, right guard uh, Brandon Brandon S, I guess you could say. Uh, they franchise tagged him, so he's going to be staying on the team. And so their O-line should be very solid, should be stay the same. And, you know, that that is Cam Newton. Uh, Cam Newton needs that. He doesn't like to get hit a lot. That's kind of what derailed his uh, his whole, you know, his whole um, career with injuries. 
uh, that hit by T.J. Watt and the weak offensive line that he had in his later years in Carolina. But they have a good offensive line, and uh, you know that that's going to help Cam. And then lastly, I think that every person wants to join every quarterback at least wants to join a team that has good offensive weapons. Tom Brady really one of the, the main reason that he chose the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was because they had the best weapons in the NFL. Um, and they also had a good defense, but quarterbacks to succeed, they need to have good weapons. That's why Cam Newton only had eight, um, I think actually no, only five um, passing touchdowns this past year because he was throwing to literal cones, players that you have never heard of, Jacoby Myers, Demir Bird, not, not great players. Um, but this Washington football team, underratedly, I think, has some pretty good offensive weapons. Of course, they have Terry McLaurin, uh, one of the most underrated wide receivers in the league. Um, Antonio Gibson, who had a great rookie season last year. They have J.D. McKissick, um, arguably one of the best uh, pass-catching RBs in the NFL. And I think most importantly, the most important and underrated offensive weapon they have is Logan Thomas. Cam Newton loves throwing to his tight ends. We saw that in Carolina. Um, that um, his favorite target was Greg Olson. Um, and, you know, I think Logan Thomas is, of course, not better than Greg Olson. Greg Olson is arguably a Hall of Famer. Um, but, you know, Logan Thomas is an athletic tight end, and that's going to help, you know, kind of, uh, that's going to help Cam when he overthrows or underthrows, and Logan Thomas is going to be able to, you know, catch it and uh, make a play. And so I think Cam's going to see that, you know, Logan Thomas is a, is a great tight end. Uh, I think one of the best in the league. Uh, of course, not on the same level of Kittle, Kelsey, Waller, you know, guys like that, but a solid tight end. And so I think he's going to see that the, the offensive weapons they have in Washington are pretty solid. And I think that is another reason why he's going to sign there. Um, so, you know, he's a free agent, Cam. Um, he's going to be able to either sign. Um, I think that Washington should either sign him on a one-year deal, similar to the Patriots. Of course, he'll be worth more for a few million dollars a one-year deal. Or if they really like Cam, I don't think that's going to be what they are going to do. But if they really, really like him, they could maybe sign him uh, for a long-term deal. Not a long-term necessarily, but maybe a two- or three-year deal with an option um, at an affordable price because, you know, they ha they have a lot of money, actually, $39 million in cap uh, in cap space. So a lot of a lot of options for them to do. And they could, they could maybe not go to uh, Cam Newton. And they could make a, a big trade or a big uh, signing and try to get their um, and, and try to get a franchise guy. But I think Cam Newton is going to be signing with the Washington Football Team. Next, we're going to be going on to Jimmy Garoppolo, a quarterback right now for the San Francisco 49ers. But I think at the start of the 2021 NFL season, he is going to be on the New England Patriots. Let me explain. So first of all, similar to Cam Newton, this move would reunite Jimmy, not Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Garoppolo with his old coach, Bill Belichick. So when Jimmy was the backup for, um, Jimmy was the backup for Tom Brady in New England, Tom Brady got suspended five games, maybe four, yeah, I think four games, uh, four, four or five games for Deflategate. Um, and so Jimmy was set to start. He started two games before getting injured and Jacoby Brissett took over. But in those two games, he had four touchdowns, zero picks, a quarterback rating of 113, and a 2-0 record. And I know that is a very small sample size, but that whatever. You have to look at that. that that's, the only, the, that's the only games that we have of him as a starter with Bill Pelichick, and he played really, really well, um, uh, especially that 2-0 record looks really good for him. 
And, and it most more importantly is that he is when you I think when you imagine someone on the Patriots, you imagine him. He is quiet, doesn't make a lot of noise in the media, doesn't, you know, not a flashy guy. Um, he does his job. He's pretty good. I think he's an average NFL quarterback. Uh, the Patriots don't need some crazy, uh, bit of, um, you know, like Lamar Jackson type, uh, Russell Wilson type guy uh, to succeed. And he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Uh, he might throw picks once in a while, but, you know, he, I think he's a pretty smart quarterback, knows when to throw it away, knows when to take the check down. Um, and so, yeah, that's what the Patriots want. They don't like people that are going to kill the game for them. Uh, and so I think Jimmy G could do that. Um, so the Pats, and, and the, the reason that this move would work is because the Patriots have the second most cap space this offseason or this, this coming offseason with over $70 million in cap space. So they would be able to take in his huge contract. I think he gets paid, you know, 20 something million, maybe six, 15 to 20 million a year. So they'd be able to take that contract in. And, you know, where is this idea coming from? Um, Greg Bedard, Bedard a, a journalist for the Boston Sports Journal, uh, he said that Jimmy G um, is the Patriots' plan A, that, he, uh, that Jimmy Garoppolo is the Patriots' preferred quarterback. Um, and, you know, the Patriots have a, have a history of making a big trade, uh, of making big trades. They've traded for Trent Brown, they just traded for Trent Brown. Uh, one of the best offensive linemen in the league. Um, and in their history, they've traded for Randy Moss, you know, Wes Welker, Akeem Tlaib, uh, Corey Dillon, just to name a few of the good and star players that they've traded for. Jimmy Garoppolo isn't on the same level as Randy Moss, but, you know, the Patriots, if they see an opening to make the, not just make the playoffs, but to make a run in the playoffs and to win maybe another Super Bowl, they're going to take it. So I think that they're going to be trading for Jimmy Garoppolo this coming off season. Moving on to our last quarterback that we're going to be talking about, and that is Deshaun Watson. He is now the quarterback of the Houston Texans, but I think that he is going to end up on the Carolina Panthers. So out of all the teams that are shopping for Deshaun Watson, I think that the Panthers have the best, the be the best, excuse me, the best chance to land him. We've heard, you know, the, the Panthers, of course, uh, the Bears, um, the Broncos a little, but I think that the, the Panthers have the best chance. They have so many assets available to trade for Deshaun Watson. To start off, they have Christian McCaffrey, um, one of the best running backs in the league. They have Teddy Bridgewater, you know, Robbie Anderson, a solid wide receiver. Um, and, you know, most importantly, they have the picks. Uh, they could offer, you know, two first rounders, one of them being the eighth pick in this year's draft, which is, you know, as a Texans fan, that's, that's what I'm really looking at, this eighth pick. So I think that this trade would benefit both teams one the Panthers they do they get their star QB in you know Deshaun Watson um and you know he's probably going to I don't know if you, how can you say this but he probably is going to improve uh, they have a good offensive line the the Panthers do they just tagged the right tackle Taylor Moden so he's going to be staying their offensive line is pretty solid um and they have I, I think they have better weapons than the Texans do I think you know they have uh, what's his name? Uh, DJ Moore, who is, I think, another, similar to Terry McLaurin, an underrated wide receiver in the NFL. I think they're going to re-sign Curtis Samuel, another underrated player. And since they have, since they're going to be trading away Christian McCaffrey, they're going to have Mike Davis, who, well, he's a free agent, but I think they're going to re-sign Mike Davis. So they have some pretty good weapons, and that's just going to help Deshaun. Um, and, you know, I think that, you know, recently... They came out with the news that both Shaq Thompson, line, linebacker for the Panthers, and Christian McCaffrey um, both you know, re restructured their contract 
to you know free up some cap space you know so that's obviously they're trying to get Deshaun Watson with his huge contract but also keep Christian McCaffrey but I don't think the Panthers are going to accept this trade if they don't get Christian McCaffrey so you know I think that they are going to have to give up Christian McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson two good assets uh, but you know they're getting back to Deshaun Watson and are arguably a top three quarterback in the NFL and I think that this is I don't think that the, the Panthers should get so you know, hung up on trading away Christian McCaffrey. This is this is their opportunity. This this is exactly this is the this situation that they have is similar to you know similar to what the Bucks did. The Bucks they saw that they had good offensive weapons. They saw that their defense was one of the best in the league, and so they went out and they spent a lot of money on Tom Brady, and that paid off as they won the Super Bowl. The Patriot that the Panthers have the same thing. David Temper, the owner, should see that, wow, we have a great young defense. We have Jeremy Chin. We have Derek Brown. We have Brian Burns. We have Dante Jackson. All of these guys right now are on their rookie deals. So we're going to be paying them close to nothing, and we're going to be getting top-tier and uh, top tier NFL defensive players on rookie deals, which then you could spend more on offensive players, which is exactly what the Buccaneers did. They paid Mike Evans a lot. They paid, you know, Tom Brady a lot and so they're going to be and that helped them win the Super Bowl they're going to be losing a lot of their key off defensive players this year because they're going to be wanting big money money Levante David um you know Shaq Barrett Devin White might want a contract extension soon so I think that this is the Panthers time to jump on a franchise quarterback and that is Deshaun Watson um and again this is even more so that this is time is that their division, which used to be one of the best in the league, I think is gonna is starting to get a little weaker. The Saints, you know, they they could be slowing down. They're gonna have to get rid of a lot of key pieces because they are millions, they're tens of millions of dollars over the cap. Drew Brees is gonna be retired. Taysom Hill, we saw this past year, is not what we thought he was. He is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. The Bucks, as I mentioned, they could be losing some key pieces offensively and defensively. Um, and the Falcons, you know, Tom, uh, Matt Ryan's okay, but that defense is atrocious. Um, and, you know, who who knows if their team can stay healthy, Calvin Ridley, um, Todd Gurley, and Julio Jones. So this is the Panthers' time. They could win their division. They can maybe even win their conference if they get, you know, Deshaun Watson. They got to they gotta jump on it. Um, and, you know, this also benefits the Texans because, you know, they get Teddy Bridgewater, an okay quarterback in the NFL. They got Robbie Anderson, um, who... Uh, is another a great wide receiver. Um, and then they get a top five running back, Christian McCaffrey, who's going to be able to put up some crazy stats, maybe w win them a few games single-handedly and, you know, sell a lot of tickets, sell a lot of tickets. Most importantly, you get the eighth pick. And with the eighth pick, they're going to have to draft a quarterback. You cannot have Tr Teddy Brid Bridgewater as your quarterback for years to come. Um, so if Trey Lance is there, if, you know, uh, Zach Wilson's not going to fall, uh, Trey Lance is arguably better than Justin Fields, but you got to draft a quarterback, one of the top four. Do not draft Mac Jones. Please, Texans, do not do that. Uh, but yeah, I think they're going to get Trey Lance. He's going to be the quarterback for the future. He has a lot of upside. Um, and yeah, and they still got some solid pieces. They just signed Mark Ingham. They still got Laramie Tunsil. Um, you know, they still got Brandon Cooks. He's on this team. Who knows? They might re-sign, you know, Will Fuller. Yeah, so I think that they're, they're going to be a solid team if they do this trade. Uh, you got to get rid of Deshaun Watson. He's art. He obviously doesn't want to be there, and he could sit out. And then you're going to be losing, um, you know, a lot of ticket sales, and just it won't look good for the team. So yeah, 
we're gonna we just did three quarterbacks. That's all we're gonna be doing for this for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure uh, that you subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow me on Apple Podcast and on Spotify. It helps the channel grow so so much. Um, and yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and goodbye.